morning. Good morning. I'd like to make a few casual observations. There seems to be less, less room here for the preacher to come up, and more room on the other side. And we need a longer court, because that's the only way we can set it up. <laughs> <laughs> and a second observation uh, is um, uh, my stomach is unsettled this morning. You know, mm -hmm. I got a stomach ache you know, before I left the house. I feel a little bit better now, but I know for sure if I, for any reason, I need to run out the door, my brother Steve will come up and take over, uh, you know, uh, you to finish. Uh, ancient Chinese secret. Oh. <laughs> but after he, at the end of the Bible quiz, I'm not too sure I want to do that now. Oh. <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving to you all. It is a nice holiday in the fall, after the toils of early spring, when you planted flowers, vegetables, and things through the lazy days of summer to wait and anticipate enjoying the fruits of your labor, especially on that date. Remember to take the time to thank the Lord, blessings from God's bountiful store. From the time that I start preaching to now, occasionally, I have come up with unusual titles, themes or ideas for my sermons. There were the CNC and the M&M &M sermons, which used candies and chocolate bars as part of the introductions. Those were the sweet old days. <laughs> From the time that we crossed paths at GBC to the time David Mills passed away, we have grown to respect and love one another as all Christians should do. At his funeral, I preached the sermon, well-learned, well-loved, and well-lived. It was emotional to bid farewell to my friend and mentor, but I'm looking forward to see him in our heavenly abode. Those were the sad days. From time to time, I would take up challenges thrown at me by others. Out of these challenges came a series of sermons based on three letters. Remember the TSC sermons? And then there's the STC sermons? And also the CTS sermons. Those were the challenging days. From casual conversation to inspiring thoughts, I was blindsided by three common expressions and turned them into another sermon. Guess what? For sure. And oh no, those were the crazy days. From the time that I went to sleep on Wednesday night to the time I got up Thursday morning, I had an unusual dream. I was working on my sermon. I shared with Chi in the morning, and she said that the Lord is just reminding me to work on my sermon for today. But what she didn't know, the contents in my dream became the sermon from the bottom of my heart to the rest of my entire year. I would like to thank God for my dream sermon. The title of my message is Two Prepositions. You are probably seeing in your minds that from the moment that you know me to the last time that you saw me, you have never seen me straying off the path so utterly, so completely, and so hopelessly. Just be patient 
and bear with me. Hear me out before you shout. The two prepositions that I'm referring to is from and to. From is a preposition indicating the point in space in which a journey, motion, or action starts, or indicating the point in time in which a particular process, event, or activity starts. To is a preposition expressing motion in the direction of a particular location or approaching or reaching a particular condition. The Bible gives a sense of God's direction for us as we move through history. There is a sense of God's purpose in our lives. There is a sense of God's aim in our living. A, there is a sense of God's drive in our striving. God knows the end from the beginning. God is in charge all the time. And God never say, oops. What are some of God's directions as stated in his divine words? From sinners to saints. Sinners have only one destiny. Ezekiel 18.20 The soul that sinneth, it shall die. We are born sinners. No exceptions. Romans 3.23 For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Though the outlook for sinners is dismal, but there is hope. Romans 6.23 For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. There's a way out. John 3.16 For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. We have to realize the sad stage of our affair and admit that we cannot save ourselves. Our salvation is only possible through Christ, by Christ, and in Christ. John 20, 31 But these are written that ye might believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that believing ye might have life through his name. Christ is the only way, Acts 4.12. Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. Salvation is a personal choice. Salvation is a personal decision. Salvation is a personal testimony. Romans 10, verse 9 and 10. That if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine hearts, that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Our salvation in Christ is secure. John 10, verse 28 to 30, And I give unto them eternal life, and they shall never perish, neither shall any man pluck them out of my hand. My Father, which gave them me, is greater than all, and no man is able to pluck them out of my Father's hand. I and my Father are one. Who are the saints? All Christians are considered saints. All Christians are saints. 
and at the same time are called to be saints. The idea of the word saints is a group of people set apart for the Lord and his kingdom. Therefore, spiritual, spiritually speaking, the saints are the body of Christ, the church. 1 Corinthians 1 verse 2, Unto the church of God, which is at Corinth, to them that are sanctified in Christ Jesus, called to be saints. Christians are saints by virtue of their connection with Jesus Christ. Christians are called to be saints to increasingly allow their daily life to more closely match their position in Christ. From ignorance to knowledge. You might be wise in your own eyes, but fool from God's perspective. Psalm 53 verse 1, The fool has said in his heart, There is no God. There's a difference between sincere not knowing and ignorance with contempt. Exodus 5 verse 2 And Pharaoh said, Who is the Lord that I should obey his voice to let Israel go? I know not the Lord, neither will I let Israel go. God is the source of all knowledge. Proverbs 9.10 The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, and the knowledge of the holy is understanding. We have to know him first. Psalm 46 verse 10 Be still and know that I am God. We can know God through his words. 2 Timothy 3.16 and 17 all scripture is given by inspiration of God and, if, and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be perfect, truly furnished unto all good works. We need to spend time studying God's word, applying his truth, and gaining his approval. 2 Timothy 2.15 Study to show thyself approved unto God, a woman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. By knowing God through his word, we also come to know ourselves and others better. Hebrews 4.12 For the word of God is quick and powerful, and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and of the joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. From rebellion to surrender, there is a danger in pleasing self rather than honouring God. Judges 17 verse 6 In those days there was no king in Israel, but every man did that which was right in his own eyes. Listen to God. Obey his commandments, glorify his name. Deuteronomy 13, verse 18. When thou shalt hearken to the voice of the Lord thy God, to keep all his commandments, which I commanded thee today, to do that which is right in the eyes of the Lord thy God. The first step to surrender is to go to Christ and learn of him. Matthew chapter 11, verse 28 to 30. Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, 
and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and you shall find rest unto your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. The second step is to surrender, to surrender is to be humble like Christ. Philippians chapter 2, verse 5 to 8. Let his mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation, and took upon him the form of a servant, and was made in the likeness of man. And being found in fashion as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. The first step to surrender is to abide in Christ. John 15, verse 5. I'm divine, ye are the branches. He that abideth in me, and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. For without me, ye can do nothing. From darkness to light. Living in darkness will not know darkness as such. How dark is the darkness once you have seen the light? God is light. He helps us to see. 2 Corinthians 4.6 For God, who commanded the light to shine out of darkness, hath shined in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. God is light. He delivers us from the power of darkness. Colossians chapter 1, verse 12 and 13. Giving thanks unto the Father, which have made us meet to be partaker of the inheritance of the saints in light, who have delivered us from the power of darkness and have translated us into the kingdom of his dear Son. God is light, in him there's no darkness. First John chapter one, verse five to seven. This then is the message which we have heard of him and declare unto you that God is light and in him is no darkness at all. If we say that we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness, we lie and do not the truth. But if we walk in the light, as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another. And the blood of Jesus Christ, his Son, cleanses us from all sin, from despair to hope. There are lots of things that are happening around us that will get us down, bring us frustration, instill fear in our hearts, lead us to panic, and breathe despair in our souls. We can have hope because God is with us. Deuteronomy 31 verse 8 And the Lord, He it is that doth go before thee. He will be with thee. He will not fail thee, neither forsake thee. Fear not, neither be dismayed. 
We can have hope because God sustains and delivers. Psalm number three, Lord, how are how are they increased that trouble me? Many are they that rise up against me. Many there be which say of my soul, there is no help for him in God. But thou, O Lord, art a shield for me, my glory and the lifter up of my head. I cry unto the Lord with my voice, and he heard me out of his holy hill. Verse 5. I lay me down and slept. I awake, for the Lord sustained me. I will not be afraid of ten thousands of people and have set themselves against me round about. Arise, O Lord, save me, O my God, for thou hast smitten all mine enemies upon the cheekbone. Thou hast broken the teeth of the ungodly. Salvation belongeth unto the Lord. Thy blessing is upon thy people. We can have hope because God is looking after us, looking over for us, looking over us. Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou prepare a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil, my cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. We can have hope because God has promised to come and take us home to be with him. John 14, verse 1 to 3. Let not your heart be troubled, Ye believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself. That where I am, there ye may be. Also, from cover to cover, the Bible is an amazing book. You should read it diligently to have a right outlook. From the Old Testament to the New Testament, you see, changing from Christ concealed to Christ revealed is the key. Picking up your cross daily as you willingly obey following the law faithfully from day to day. Whatever may happen, putting your trust in him, he will carry you through no matter how dim. From the rising to the setting of the sun, give praises and thanksgiving 
to the Holy One. Heed Christ's leading as you navigate through life, looking unto Jesus always, keeping him within your sight. Enjoy his blessings as far as from the east to the west. Love the Lord wholeheartedly and enter into his rest. From time to time, you may still have doubt. He will always answer you when you pray your heart out. From the day you were born to that faithful day, be ready to meet the Lord and see him face to face. Steve, can I ask you to close in prayer? And then we will sing 527 in the red hymnal. Teach me thy way, O Lord. Father, we thank thee for this holy book that we have. And as we read it daily, we see our God more fully revealed to us and what his will is for each of us. We thank thee, Lord, for those that thou hast given to us to expound the scriptures. We thank thee for each and every one of them. Many of us have had excellent teachers in our lives and have taught us wonderful things about our Savior. And so we ask thee, first of all, to bless each and every one of them. But above all, Lord, bless our understanding of thy word as we open its hallowed pages each day so that we might be drawn closer to thee. For we always ask it in the name of the Lord Jesus and for his glory. Amen. Yeah, 527 in the red hymnal, which means I wait to Lord.